Hello everyone and welcome to GF Gaming Podcast episode 18. I'm Jeff and joining me is my co-host Jesse. Hi there. What are you playing this week, Jesse? Um, I finished playing um, Next Machina. It's made by Housemade Games, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys, they created um, Resogun. What's that other one with the zombies? It's like a twin stick shooter. Is that the free one that they gave away? Yeah. With the PS3? Oh. Dead Nation? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's like a twin stick shooter. Yeah. Um, Didn't but... they? Next Mokina. Yeah. Remind me. This is the one they said they're not going to make another one, right? Yeah. This was like their last one. Yeah. They made it. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's the, the idea. The maps are really, go really quickly, kind of. the Because you're kind of surrounded by enemies. The idea is to pick up as many humans. Like there's usually about four or five once you get that, and once you get a certain score, then you go, it just kind of teleports you to the next map really quickly. Um, <laughs> so is this still a twin stick shooter? Yeah, it's still a tw- okay. twin stick shooter. But the, the camera changes <laughs> constantly. That's what's kind of weird. But like, there's times when the camera will change and it it's a twin stick shooter, but it's like yeah. this level, the same level as your character. Um, there's other times when it'll be kind of more above. Okay. And then at the side, yeah, then the maps are were weird and like certain lockables, you shoot a certain enemy and then it locks yeah. this other pathway to go through. There's hidden areas and stuff. So it has a lot of repair value in that okay. sense. It sounds like it's like branching path. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't played Nier Automata okay. yet, but the way yeah. you described it, because I I played the demo of Nier. Okay. Did you play that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just, Camera, camera, camera. Yeah. You're playing 10 different games in that one demo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot like the original. Kind game. of feel like that? No, I wouldn't say that it, yeah. it really changes how the game is played. It's oh, okay. just yeah. the way it looks, in a sense. Yeah. And from the like, perspective. So it's kind of a curveball then. Yeah. But it does have like the whole branching paths part. It's really cool. And like oh, right. multiple enemies. And, and sorry. And power ups. Like you get mm-hmm. these. This one is like a sword. So you can constantly use that to hit close enemies and you hit shoot bullets back because it's still kind of bullet yeah. hell as okay. well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you gotta really move around and dodge a lot. <laughs> right. Let's get started. A few weeks ago, rumors came out that Call of Duty Black Ops 4 will not include a traditional single player experience. Yes. On May 17th, they revealed Black Ops 4, mass blowout of trailers and news, and they've confirmed that there is no single player campaign uh-huh what do you think about that it's kind of inevitable i think yeah. like all the major multiplayer games right now mm-hmm. don't really seem to have a any type of single player yeah. like the fortnites the PUBGs, <laughs> the overwatches yeah you know the cs goes like name it whatever mm-hmm. is on top kind of mm-hmm. really yeah. doesn't have a single player so yeah <laughs> guess we saw that coming we did mention that a few weeks ago also it's just we don't know a whole lot of people that truly buy that game for only the single player experience anymore. Right. Even Dan Budding, studio co-head at Treyarch, told Polygon, When we set out to make this game, we never started with the idea that we would make a traditional campaign that was just not part of our plan. We started from a place that we were going to make a game that across the board can be playable with friends. That's been our mission from day one. Now he goes on to say that Treyarch is constantly assessing the game looking at how the players interact with their titles, including going to forums, looking at streamers and YouTubers. Yeah. In 2015-2016, they said about 90% of their players were playing multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So he's calls the decision to just focus on multiplayer a very easy decision. Yeah, you can see 
they probably have like data on who it actually is playing <laughs> single player and multiplayer and yeah. made the decision, right? Mm. I mean, it's an easy call. Yeah. Call. Easy call. I would I would think so. If 90% of your players are only playing multiplayer. Yes. And they're just dabbling with single player, which you spend so much on paying the actors, paying right. for mocap. Yeah. Creating this whole, like, yeah. paying people to design these things and levels and all that mm -hmm. and if people aren't playing it yeah. and they're playing something else in your title why yeah why do that why bother <laughs> yeah now in place of that the multiplayer will serve as the center of the game's narrative okay. on their website it reads players will uncover a deeper connection to the role of each specialist and their unique playstyles. So these are specialists that will be in the multiplayer campaign. They will each have unique weapons and equipment. Has that been part of the gameplay before in Black Ops, the ones you've played? From what I remember, the, there were specialists in Black Ops 3, like they had different abilities. Yeah. They kind of reminded me of Destiny. I think that's where they took some of that from, because he had like this one with a bow and arrow yeah. ability that was kind of like the the hunter when he, with his bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah. And like, different things like that so i think adding this again mm -hmm. um and and expanding it because i believe at the time again it was only like maybe three characters that were different but this is now you have mm -hmm. 10. yeah expanding on that and probably mm -hmm. putting a background story into it in the most lo longevity i think in the multiplayer review trailer we already saw some yes. of them right we have i believe we saw one guy with the batting ram we can yeah. jump up and do a ground pound. Yeah, ground pound. <laughs> we have a guy that can plant a shield, which folds outwards. Ah, uh, yes, like yeah. a bunker. Uh, this is a lot someone, like Disty. <laughs> yeah, with someone with a it's lot like of tricky weapons, I would say, like yeah. weird landmines and they grenades and stuff like that. They did mention that they want to have a focus on tactical gameplay this time around. Okay. This game will have. This game will be a grounded experience, uh -huh. unlike the past ones where you're jumping on walls, wall running, and stuff like that. Right. And there's also a manual health regenerating system. So okay. you, you no longer will auto-regen. Right. If you want to regen, there is a cooldown timer on the regeneration. All these, all this... Ooh, yeah. that's a new tactic. Yeah. All this speaks to me like Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I haven't played Rainbow Six Siege, yeah. so I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Play through a bit of a beta. Well, they're not just going for Rainbow Six Siege, right? Right. Clearly, if you're talking about classes and skills, you're looking at games like over, um, uh, I'm no, sorry, more Overwatch. more esports and things like that, where you see yeah. a more tactical, let's plan this out, let's yeah. set up our team a certain way. I'm glad you went there, because I was going <laughs> to ask you that. Yeah. This sounds to me like they're going for esports. I mean, Call of Duty has always been kind of an esports experience, but mm -hmm. I guess this is a way to kind of flesh it out. Yeah. The I'm, focus... I'm assuming. Yeah, the conscious effort to make sure that the gameplay is going to be more tactical sounds more like they want you to really bring your squad in this time right and, and really practice and they wanted to make sure that it wasn't just about your kd ratio uh-huh it's about team <laughs> success team success right which of course if you played overwatch some people still don't care yeah <laughs> <laughs> with these changes we yeah. expect of course tier plays and yeah. when you're not in just casual mode, people generally tend to play a little more yeah. as a team. When people play domination, will actually try to capture the points and all that. Yep. And other different modes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with with these additions, 
also feel it gives it gives the game longevity. I feel like because mm-hmm. I might become good at this particular specialist. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I can move on and try to perfect this person and perfect that person instead of just having that one guy and that one like mm-hmm. loadout. Maybe that meta loadout. Yeah. And then you might have a couple <laughs> other ones, but yeah. but at least this way. I feel it gives it a little bit more legs. Yeah, it'll keep the game fresh, fresh at least, yeah. yeah. Approaching the game in different ways. Of course, returning to Black Ops is the very popular Zombies mode. Yes. And they promised the biggest day one Zombies mode offering with three different maps and three different scenarios. Okay. The first one is Voyage of Despair. Yes. Which is set on a Titanic style cruise ship. The characters are going through the ship, carrying out a heist, looking for an artifact. Okay. <laughs> and of course, all hell breaks loose. Everybody on board becomes zombies. Uh. <laughs> Second one is set in ancient Rome. Simply titled 9, the Roman numerals 9. So they're time travelers, I guess? In this yeah, one? you actually, in the beginning of that trailer, you will see the same four characters mm-hmm. going through some sort of ritual. And when they open their eyes, they're trapped in a cage and they're okay. looking at the Colosseum. Right. And then they see another ritual take place, which, of course, turns a bunch of people into zombies. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nice. Very cool. And then the last one, Blood of the Dead, which doesn't show much, but I think it is a, a return of past characters from past games. Oh, okay. Having played Black Ops before, did you endure those zombies mode? Um... Yeah, I was never like the biggest zombies fan because like people will just play that for hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's always a fun mode. It's always different. Uh, it's the one probably endless mode type type thing I'm interested in mm-hmm. because I don't know for some reason I like games that have a finite ending. I want to be able to complete it. Yeah. <laughs> as much as it's like, oh, I can play this game forever. I really don't want to play this game forever. Mm. A lot of times um, but I, I really enjoyed like playing zombies mode and trying to get as far as you can before before dying even though I never really got that far <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm very interested in the zombies mode this time around uh-huh. just seeing those trailers the aesthetics of the voyage of despair right on the boat it's got the 19 like early, early 1900s vibes uh-huh. and of course you go to the ancient room yeah. In the trailer, they only have them holding swords and shields. So, okay, is that More maybe just a melee, melee focus? Yeah. One, that that would definitely be a change. That would be a change, and that sounds interesting to me. Just yeah. to have a zombies mode where you melee only. Yeah. Yeah. Get up close and personal. Yeah. And of course, it wouldn't be 2018 without battle royale. <laughs> Blackout is what they're calling their battle royale. They promised the biggest map they've ever made. Yes. The return of fan favorite characters and fan favorite weapons. Iconic parts of people's favorite maps. Yeah. And they promised, of course, the best combat in battle royale so far. Okay. The Black Ops, the signature Black Ops Black style, Ops style combat. The ICTO facto of, well, I would say of first person shooters, kind of like how Mario Kart is for kart racers. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what yeah, you, Call of Duty yeah. is like the standard, like this yeah. is what you compare everything else to. Yeah. So in terms of just way, shooting of, mechanics. Yeah, yeah. shooting mechanics, mm-hmm. feel, you know, movement, yeah. things like that. <laughs> we are admittedly not great fans of Battle Royale. Ah, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> played a little bit of Fortnite, kind of had fun with it. Mm -hmm. Tried a little bit of PUBG. You yes. did. Yeah. You gonna try this one out? Blackout. I mean, most likely not. I mean, I tried them. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, when yeah. it comes to Call of Duty series, I, I think I'm kind of burnt out. Different. I haven't played since what was the last one? Uh, Advanced Warfare was the last one I played. So that's maybe like four years ago. Yeah. Or so, um, like I, I might try a beta if if that's available because mm -hmm. I tried it with Black Ops yep. Three. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't see myself okay. playing this. <laughs> I'll be very honest with you. I've been not. I've not been interested in uh -huh. Call of Duty games. Right. But seeing all these trailers actually got me a little interested. Oh, okay. Just seeing the changes in it, the promise of more tactical gameplay. Uh huh. Which we both know is not going to happen <laughs> for, for the most for the most casual of gamers. Right. They're all into K like kill death ratios. I'm going to have to find me an old like a, a squad or uh -huh. something like that, which is Group probably up. not going to happen because I suck at FPSs. <laughs> but I would love to try it out. Uh -huh. Zombies mode look cool. Yeah. The settings. You like zombies mode. <laughs> yeah. The set the settings and stuff like that is going to really draw me in. Mm -hmm having to like communicate with your squad and yeah you you guard this and board these up <laughs> while i'll go up and grab yeah. this weapon and i'll lay down yeah. cover fire for you <laughs> unfortunately for me my experience with zombie mode huh. has been people that don't talk oh okay just oh, really? even people oh. in the room they're just like oh. i got this uh, and, and nothing just quiet the person's huh. next to me absolutely quiet well i guess yeah my past experience People won't start shutting up and <laughs> talking. <laughs> I always try and tell you, do this, go there. Mm -hmm. You know, because I, I feel that like communication is really big when it, it comes is. to zombies. Because like you, you don't sometimes you don't even know there's a guy behind you. Like a zombie just yeah. kind of shows up and, oh, oh, where's my life bar going down? <laughs> <laughs> or I'm down. I need help. Revive yeah. me. I guess I just got a group of friends that just just don't talk. Too quiet. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. So that's looking forward to it then. Or Looking no. forward to it. It might be one of those games, mm -hmm. like you know how at, on Boxing Day or not? Oh Boxing, yeah, Black Friday. Black Friday, Boxing yeah. Day. They have like drop price in certain games. Yeah. Like sometimes. This I one comes wait. out October twelfth, by the way. October twelfth. Yeah. So, so I want to get it day month one. In maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then once the bugs are <laughs> sorry, once the bugs are worked out. Because that's always a thing, especially I can imagine with this whole um, battle royale since they've never done it before. Oh, there might be like tons of bugs. Server there, issues. Yeah, server yeah. issues and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Unbalanced gameplay. People <laughs> cheesing one way or another. Yeah. 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 And once they pass that out a bit, maybe. Yeah. Good luck to you, Treyarch. <laughs> Apparently, two brand new Pokemon domain names have been registered. The names are Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and mm. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. The domain names were spotted by French Pokemon fan site Poke Kalos. And of course, yes. just like any decent human being, they tweeted it with screenshots. The domain names were registered by CSC Corporate Domains Inc., which uh -huh. is the same company Nintendo used to register Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon website domains a few years back. Oh, okay. Anonymous users on 4chan also uploaded an image of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. 
a right. possible logo maybe but of course people could also be trolling right <laughs> fan made it looks what? it looks super professional oh, okay <laughs> yeah What's up? yeah i was thinking like from the point when the websites were announced to when this picture came up yeah What's the time? That's usually how you can kind of tell, like how fast. Either somebody's oh, yeah, yeah. really quick with it, and they can make up yeah. make up something super fast. But I did not look at. Okay. That. <laughs> now, Pokemon Switch has been rumored for a long time. Basically, when the Switch has been announced, a Switch Pokemon game has been rumored. Yeah. The first one, of course, was Pokemon Stars, which is natural progression from Pokemon moon Sun and, and yeah. Moon. Nothing ever came out of it. I was excited when you brought up a few weeks ago when you said, was it Game Freak or Pokemon Company? We're hiring 3D artists. Oh, yes. It was, uh, was it Game Freak? Or was it no, it was po Pokemon, Pokemon Company. Company. Yeah. So that got me super excited. Yeah. And go back and watch that. <laughs> Check that out. Yeah. I'm thinking it's it's definitely going to happen, I feel. Yeah. I've, I don't know if you're going to see anything at E3. They'll probably have a teaser trailer, but I don't think you're going to see I, any yeah, gameplay seeing leaks, footage. Seeing leaks this close to E3 tells me that it really might happen at E3. Yeah. Like, they're at least going to announce announce the Something. titles, right? Just like past Pokemon games, there's usually leaks just a bit prior to their announcement. Uh-huh. It's like they can't keep it bottled up or something. Well, yeah, yeah, we have two companies that are kind of working on it, Nintendo and Pokemon Company, because they're yeah. two separate things. Yeah, there's also still Game Freak is still Game part Freaks. of it. Yeah, 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 and communication. Mm -hmm. So something is bound to get <laughs> leaked. I yeah, think. and possibly Niantic. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, back in October 2016, Patricia Hernandez, who is the deputy editor at Kotaku, tweeted that. Uh -huh. Game Freak confirmed to me that they are exploring ways to connect the main games to Pokemon Go. Nothing concrete nice. yet, though. Uh. I personally am freaked out because I don't like Pokemon Go. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh. if this, but if this is, is it true, because it's too simple, like I think it sense? watered down. Yeah, it did water down the experience. You're right. I understand why it had to be watered down. Right. And clearly, the success. <laughs> yeah. Is, I mean. I'm just weird, clearly, because uh -huh. there are still people playing it to this day. Uh -huh. We know friends that still play that yep. thing. Yeah, <laughs> but still collecting yeah, it all. For that to be in an actual video game, for like a full-fledged video game, mm. I don't want this to be how I play the game. How you play the game? <laughs> um, my thoughts are it's going to be kind of like a companion app type thing. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of the wording that people still look at the Nintendo Switch as a home console that you just happen to be able to take on the go. So I'm thinking you have your phone on the app, you're collecting your Pokemon there, maybe you take them back, connect it to your <laughs> Switch, and now you can train that Pokemon, you know, level them up, mm -hmm. use them in that game, still collect go around and collect and kind of move back and forth between the different yeah. versions that's what i'm thinking it's going to be mm. that type of integration i don't think yeah. the whole game is just going to be like pokemon, pokemon go, go just yeah. on your switch but i think it's going to integrate mm -hmm. with pokemon go on your phone mm. that's something i'm worried about because yeah. what if that is the only way i'm going to get catch pokemon in it's, this game i have to go out and use this companion app whether it be hmm. pokemon like a pokemon go like as I still much, have to use it and capture it on my phone. I don't, is, I don't think it's going to be a mandatory thing. And, and yeah. that's because if this is still pretty much a kid's game. And as much <laughs> as many kids in the, it, nowadays do have cell phones, yeah. I don't think they're going to 
have that where oh you need to have a cell phone mm-hmm. and have this app in order to play this yeah. game you know on the switch that price of entry would be yeah man even more as much as they nintendo always said they they want to get to a point where you have a family of say five and everyone has their own switch and not just see it as just the one console yeah for the family of course they would want that they i think yeah they'd <laughs> much more you buy a switch than have you buy a cell phone in order to play this <laughs> But I just think it's going to be an added thing. I, that's my feeling. I personally just hope for a a good experience on the Switch. I've played several of those original Pokemon games, and I love the formula. Yeah. Obviously, we want to see it updated at this point. It's been, <laughs> I believe, six or seven generations of the same thing You're right. on their handhelds. We definitely want the 3D art in there. Oh, we yeah. want to have a more a, a bigger open, open world connectivity with other users maybe even online hub which is probably probably not going to happen uh, knowing nintendo they're wary about stuff like that uh with their online service yeah with online service we talked about it over and over again they yeah. just want to protect the right the family the kids yes. and stuff like that so you know as annoying as that might be mm-hmm. i can see their point but also as a pokemon fan i need to see innovations at this point yeah. It can't just be the same stuff over and over and over. Correct. I think what would be cool huh. is if you're playing... Because when you play these games, say you're walking through the world and you get stopped by these trainers. Okay. How about those trainers are not set in stone trainers? Okay. And they're just ghosts of other trainers. That would be something that's cool. Okay, it's like a like maybe an asynchronous kind of yeah. robot. Right. Whereas right now I'm just every time someone's walking through Route Ten what? or whatever, it's gonna be the that same Pokemon. Works like with Pokemon Go, because yeah. you know how they have the battle gyms with that one. Yeah. If you have sort of asynchronous, like oh I've made my character and I've have my Pokemon list yeah. and types, mm-hmm. and then you just come across me when I'm playing online or at home <laughs> or with Pokemon Go. <laughs> Maybe the Pokemon lineup of that trainer. Mm-hmm. updates as i pass other pokemon trainers with the companion app right i pass this guy and now it's in my game world he's in my game world now okay yes right? like that and i walk past him, him and he he challenges like, me or whatever yeah. but that i want to go back to that raid idea because that's freaking amazing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you've watched any other movies uh, it usually end up with a bunch of guys ganging up on that big legendary pokemon right <laughs> <laughs> I need to see that happen. <laughs> right, yeah. Catching legendary in this one. Yeah. Press X2. Microsoft is creating a new controller for people with disabilities. It's the new adaptive controller. Yeah. You can customize it. You can add in, say, a controller that uses only the person's foot. You can add a controller that uses a joystick that you can only use with one hand. It's considered a platform that you added in different pieces and parts. Press X to... Press X to command Microsoft for doing this. Yeah. I was actually gonna take my time and do a video on my own about this. Oh, okay. Just because I think this is a great gesture Uh. from them. Even though the platform I think is $100, US dollars. I think everyone should be able to play games. This is a hobby that is uh, near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and it helped me get through a lot. I think everyone should experience it, and them helping people out 
Yeah. And letting these people with disabilities play games the way they need to because okay. they can't they don't always get to hold the two controllers uh -huh. if you're missing an arm or missing a leg or this allows you to use whatever controllers you like and that's perfect i think i can probably use one of those just for certain games imagine fight simulator uh-huh now <laughs> imagine you play gta 5 and you're flying that plane and you have your own you make your own controllers now so it's not just for people with yeah. disabilities right but if you're like a modder or something right and adapt it and, yeah, you and use it to, to do whatever you need want. to because again like you said it's a platform right mm -hmm. with a lot of ability to add in new parts yeah so i'm excited about that and then, but I, yeah the main thing is yeah great job uh microsoft mm -hmm. for doing this for people out there okay allowing more people to game here's something that might make you sad a little bit Okay. Sony is ending production of physical PS Vita games oh. in America and Europe by March 2019. It has been confirmed that production of physical games in Japan will still continue. Right. Press X2. Press X2, read the writing on the wall. I mean, it was kind of inevitable. I don't think I've seen that many physical games <laughs> actually come out in the stores. Anymore, yeah. Yeah, anymore. So much as everything is downloadable. For me personally, I mean, on my Vita, I pretty much everything I have is downloadable. I <laughs> yeah, think I only true. have like two games yeah. that are actually physical because mm -hmm. I just have a big memory card. And, and it, portably, portable wise, yeah, I I prefer it that way. Um, the fact that in Japan you can still get them. My only thought about this when I heard about that yes. was the there's some there's like a company I think that prints certain games that otherwise wouldn't be made into physical form. They can do that? Uh, Is yeah. that legal? No, but they do it like um, like a small run. Uh, I think they've done it for, I can't, I couldn't tell you right now, okay. the list of games that have done it, but like, it's like the game comes out in normal, like a certain date Yep. Um, digitally, and then this company will come and make a run later on, like maybe a couple months down the road in a physical form for people who just want okay. the game in physical form. And this is like, did like, they get I think the, they did they get the that, rights to do that? that? Yeah, no, oh, they, they get the rights the right from the company. But, okay, I see. But it was like that company that made the game, that was putting out digital, they had no plans mm -hmm. to make it physical. Yeah. But this company will come to them and say, oh, there's people out here who want this. Oh, We're yeah. going to make such and such amount. Yeah. You know. So there are people out there who are looking to collect yeah. these games. I don't know. Are physically? they going to have this? get it done through the Japan route now or oh yeah or is is that company now out of luck you know are they are they gone like oh yeah I'm not, or they're gonna, God, I can't remember the gonna name rake of it. in yeah <laughs> but that I, I just remember that there's a company that did that yeah so like Prex X yeah read the writing wall and like it was kind of inevitable yeah had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> decent, decent run. Easy run. It, oh, and in, in the Vita in general. That like, thing is ridiculously, that thing sells a lot in Japan still. Yeah. They yeah. have bundles That's still coming still, out for that thing. <laughs> That's why they're still like, I guess, making physical mm -hmm. ones there, but not so much out here. Valve has recently issued warnings to visual novel developers um, <laughs> concerning adult content in their games. One of the more like popular ones is uh, a game called Mutiny and Honey Pop. I guess you guys have, can look that up. I don't think we're going to be showing footage of that. <laughs> Press X to... What are, what are your views on that? 
<laughs> Were they banned them on what again? Just to... Um, there's like extreme nudity and yeah. they have a policy against nudity in games. I don't believe there's any AO, AO games, games yeah. on the Steam service. I guess these games are kind of getting away with it because it's not actual people. But now they're banning them or sending. Oh, they're asking. They get, they're asking them to change their content because they're getting. I guess a little too extreme. Press X to. I mean, oh man, that this is hard because. Do you think this is their content? Yeah, freedom of speech or. Freedom of speech, yeah. But then again, it is Steam service. There's. Yeah. It take is. It, take your stuff elsewhere. Yeah, they're not saying. Yeah, they're not saying <laughs> you can't publish it anymore. Yeah. We're just not gonna carry it. Period. So, I guess good on good on them for steam i think because gave them a warning. i understand that steam has that policy with the the 17 years old or whatever uh -huh. but how easy is it to just lie on your profile right you get your gift card from your parents or whatever and you just buy whatever game you want yeah so i'm sure it must have landed on some kid's computer or something like that. <laughs> Someone's a parent must have seen it or something. For Steam to come to these people and say change your stuff or we won't carry it anymore, I guess it's good that they put their foot down. I mean, I also feel probably how all this content got in is the fact there's so many games on Steam to begin with and I doubt <laughs> they have a chance to really to curate everyone, yeah. Everything and check all the content, every every game possible mm -hmm. that can be out there. Yeah. They kind of have to trust the developers, and these games seem to pop through. And yeah. I think they they probably are just making a stand because, like, I've know with not just this maturity content, but actual content of games mm -hmm. that they've made a crackdown on games that aren't really games, or aren't are not completely finished, that are like not just bad, but just like broken. And they've made a, a effort to just like, we're not going to put you on our platform because <laughs> you're, you're trying to sell this broken game that doesn't even play correctly yeah. and trying to make a profit off of it. And Steam ends up losing saying, money. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because they, they have to refund and, and all that. Yeah. yeah. So I think this might be another leg of that for quality insurance. If they place these rules before you even put your thing on the service and then you're trying to get away with it, I think they're fair for what they're doing. Then you must have signed something. Yeah. <laughs> we reserve the right to not sell your stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that. Rumor has it that Retro Studios, the studio behind Metroid Prime Trilogy, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, are working on a new project. According yes. to one Reddit user, Retro's working on a new Star Fox project titled Star Fox Grand Prix. Yeah. It will be a racing game like Diddy Kong Racing mixed yeah. with F-Zero. Press X2. Press X2. Why didn't I think of this in the first place? When I heard that it was like uh, Diddy Kong Racing, I don't know if you've ever played Diddy Kong Racing. Not much. But <laughs> it was like, this makes total sense. Because it, Diddy Kong Racing, you could you could be in a car, you could be in a plane, yeah. you can be in a boat. Blue is a boat? Yeah. I guess I've seen the planes, I've seen the carts. <laughs> yeah, the idea, and you kind of like transform and you can go through these levels yeah. a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. I was like, that would work perfect for Star Fox because you have the R-Wing, you have the the R-Tank, mm -hmm. and like, you can kind of morph in between, like, because your vehicle actually does kind of change and transform. Yeah. And then to make that kind of a racing game, instead of being like an all-rail shooter, like the ones in the past have been, yeah. you know, Star Fox has been known for changing genres I mean, Star Fox Adventure, Star yeah. Fox Command, 
I'm I'm kind of excited. Retro Games is known for making some good stuff. Yeah. The the yeah. same user also said that there might be an adventure mode, kind of like Diddy Kong Racing. Did you play that? Do you have any kind of idea um, how that really is? It, it's Can been a while. It? Yeah. But what I remember, it'll be like, say you're running in this race, yeah. and there's like certain items that you have to, let me go this way to pick yeah. those up, to then collect, to unlock this other part in the in the level, and the, the hub was just like... Mm-hmm. Um, They're characters you have to talk to, you can, right? Yeah, yeah. And you talk to, it's like, oh, yeah. collect these from me, <laughs> or do these many bursts. Yeah in this level or you know do a barrel roll that's what's definitely gonna happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah do like three barrel rolls or something like that Mm -hmm. maybe yeah you had like certain criteria you had to meet in this Mm -hmm. race by also coming first or second or whatever so you think it fits perfectly i i do i do feel (laughs) i feel it's gonna fit really well power rangers legacy wars is getting an addition this week with street fighter characters um, they're adding Ryu, Chun-Li, Guile, and Akuma. Press X to... <laughs> Press X to not care? Not care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the crossover you are... you're looking for. Well, I don't give a crap about Power Rangers. Oh. <laughs> not really? not the tiniest bit. Oh. I don't like mobile games. Yeah. So that that's not I you caring. Like Power Rangers. Not caring squared. <laughs> no, I like... Super Sentai, ah. which is the original stuff. That's not all Super Disney. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh, kids, what did we learn today? The bastardized version. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, you like the original. I like the original, where they don't treat you like a like an <laughs> idiot. They don't treat anyone who watches it like a three-year-old. Oh, I see. <laughs> when they actually have blood, they have, they have people actually punching each other. They yeah. have people dying. They never worry about showing death yeah. in the series. I'm sure they've done that in recent ones, but I don't care. Mobile games, I don't care about. Uh-huh. What I think is cool is they found and got Street Fighter mm-hmm. to buy in. If you're a mobile app trying to gain some traction. That, that's probably the best way, right? Yeah, it's one of the best way. One of the best ways is to get a crossover. I did not know yeah. about this Legacy Warriors. Oh, right. Was it, that's yeah. what it's called. I did not know they have a game like this until mm. this news came out right kind of like that game vice thing last week or right m- yeah <laughs> a few weeks ago when it's like never heard of this thing yeah, like now they're suing tablet. now they're suing nintendo now i know about this thing <laughs> one way news. yeah that's one way to yeah. get yourself in the headlines is to cross over mm-hmm. with someone something as popular as street fighter but press x to not give a crap <laughs> Japanese developer Game Tomo announced that they will be developing the next entry of Superhot. The project, codenamed Superhot JP, will be developed with guidance from the original team. The game will have a distinctive Japanese flavor, but only the Japanese release has been confirmed at this point. Mm-hmm. Press X2. I might check it out because, as much as I can tell from Superhot, it's not like you really need to read anything or there's text. Yeah. So. Gameplay-wise, I believe it's just going to be pretty much universal, and they get that whole Japanese flavor on it. I'm like, hmm, there's more swords? Is that it? (laughs) Possible locations in the game include samurai castles, shuriken, oh yeah, hot springs, Tokyo alleyways, karaoke Mm. bars, bullet trains, and they will also (laughs) add weapons such as a bow and arrow. Okay. The game will have about 15 to 18 regular levels and three to four endless levels. That's oh, been announced. 
by the uh, game Tomo themselves. Uh -huh. So what do you think? You enjoyed Super Hot. Yes. You didn't get to play it fully because you don't yeah, have the room. Yeah, I don't have the room <laughs> yeah. to play it in VR. But you uh, did enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yes, I want to get back to that. I can't wait till I can get some more space and, okay. and get back to it. Um, because it's a fun, like I said, yeah, I think it's, a, it's like a puzzle game more so yeah. than anything and it's like figuring out okay this is how it, it, yeah it's like you're being an action star it's like yeah. i see a room of guys this is how i'm gonna take them all down i'm gonna you know shoot this guy yeah. grab his gun take out that guy pick up this this ninja star yeah, yeah. shoot that one it's like sherlock in punch the this guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah basically yeah. Uh, and then all right execute oh no i got stabbed this one time all right rewind time let's do it again Right, well, you got to rewind this guy. Well, no, as in you die, oh, and okay. then you just kind of start over. <laughs> That's what you mean. But okay. I'm just saying in my head. Yeah. Right? And then take this guy out, take that guy. Yeah. So I get a chance to play more of it, uh, or additional levels. Yeah. Uh, I also want to get more. Thank you for sticking with us. This has been episode 18 of D Up Gaming Podcast. If you like us, please give us a thumbs up and drop a comment below. Also, share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to us and click the bell next to it to stay up to date with our content. We are in audio format on iTunes and Anchor. The link is in the description below. Visit us at dupgaming.wordpress.com and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at d underscore up underscore gaming. This has been episode 18 once again. I'm Jeff. I'm Jesse and we are d -Up. Thank you for listening to the D Up Gaming Podcast. If you like our stuff, we're also on YouTube. So search us up with the keywords D Up Gaming. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. And follow us on Twitter at D underscore up underscore gaming. This is Jeff from D Up Gaming signing off. We hope to see you next time.